Welcome to the Love in Action broadcast with Pastor George Houston. Christ calls us to love with actions and in truth. So get ready because something's good is about to happen in your life. This is Pastor George. So glad you joined us for the Love in Action broadcast today. You know, love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. And where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So love never fails. And we desire that you would walk in love, that you would experience the fullness of God's love in your life and God's love flowing through your life to others. We've been looking at the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You know, when we think about truth, when we think about error, sometimes we're thinking about maybe a word, a scripture, or a mistake. But I'm talking about more than someone having a a misunderstanding. I'm talking about a whole set of belief and understanding about God, our relationship with Him, and His desires for us. That is based on error. That is really a product of demons, of of doctrine of demons, that's something that is coming straight from hell. The Bible says that if our gospel's hidden, is hidden to those who are lost, whom the God of this world has blinded their minds. So we know Satan's out there trying to do that. But God wants us to walk in knowledge. He doesn't want us to be ignorant about how he desires for his people to walk in truth and to receive understanding. So we're looking at 1 John chapter 4, and I want to continue in that fourth chapter. First, I want to read to you one that we're probably all very familiar with, and it says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So we have these false teachers, false prophets. And God is saying, I've given you something that enables you to overcome. And that's the spirit of God in you. That's the spirit of Christ in you. But you know, God wants you to understand how to function and how to allow that spirit that anointing that you have on the inside of you to teach you, to bring out to you. And the way that Jesus did it was he gave his disciples an understanding of what happened when God did speak to them or through them. Example, there was a time when Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And they started going on off. Some say you're Jeremiah. The weeping prophet, you're compassionate like he was. 
Uh, some say you John the Baptist. He was the greatest one that they knew in their age. So here's John the Baptist again. Now, of course, they were alive at the same time. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's who some people thought he was. And others says, no, you're Elijah. Elijah had been prophesied that he was going to come and he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the father. And then others was just saying, well, you're, you're one of the prophets. But then Jesus turns to them and says, but you, who do you say that I am? And Peter spoke up and says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus immediately turns to Peter and says, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. So God gives us sometimes insight and revelation. And he does that because he wants us to understand how the father ministers to us and through us. Now, if you know the rest of that story about Peter, you also know that in a very few, the next point, Jesus began to tell them what he was going to experience. And Peter said, no, no, Lord, this will never be. And Jesus had to turn to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. You are a snare unto me because you're not savoring the things of God, but the things of men. Now, Jesus was saying that there was something that Satan was trying to use Peter to be a hindrance to Christ fulfilling his mission. Now, not that Peter was yielded to the devil or, or he was demonic possessed, but he thought he, I mean, I'm sure he must have liked and enjoyed being used by God to give a, a prophetic word or, or a prophetic insight. But Sometimes that can open us up to the devil. Sometimes our desires to want the things of God and to be some great person, if you would, before God, it, it can actually be a hindrance to us. So we have to then be mindful that God has given all of his children something on the inside of us, his Holy Spirit. He's there. And we have to be acquainted with his working in us. And we have to also recognize that times, you know, if we, we, can, we can quench the Holy Spirit. We can diminish his influence in our lives, that he desires to do certain things, but if we don't yield to him, he won't do that. Notice Jesus said that the spirit of truth will lead us and he would guide us into all truth. But if I don't want to follow, then he can't lead me. You know, we, we can assume that God is going to still correct us and chasten us and get us back in line, but we can harden our hearts. We can, we can resist the spirit of grace. We can not allow the spirit to have free course in our lives, but that's not why you're here. That's not why you're listening. You're listening because you want to learn how to do the complete and perfect will of God for your life. So you have inside of you the Spirit of Christ, and he's greater than all of the error that will come your way through false teachers, through false doctrines. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. And so 
he goes on to says in this fifth verse here in, in John chapter 4, 1 John 4, says they are of the world. Therefore they speak as of the world and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I've, I've encountered Christians who became convinced that they had stumbled upon a higher knowledge, a higher understanding than Jesus. They, they really didn't need Jesus. Jesus was sort of like, like the beginning, but now they've gone on. They left Jesus behind, and they've got something else. No. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so we have that, and we embrace that. When people start talking against Jesus, when they start rejecting the truths that we see in the Holy Scriptures for doctrines and teachings of men, then we know that that's the spirit of error. I want you to consider what Isaiah had to say about it. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 20 says, To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Now, Jesus is the light that lights every man that comes into the world. Light is understanding. Light is insight. So God gives us light. He's, he's the light of life. And if they do not speak according to the word that God has already given to his holy prophets and apostles, it's because there's no light in them. Jesus is the foundation. And we build up on that foundation. The apostles, the prophets, they build on that foundation. We must build on that foundation. We don't contradict them. We don't reject them. And John was saying, you know, you got people rejecting what I'm saying for some kind of a understanding that they think they have. That is error. That was out now error. Now, we, we live in a, in a day and a time where people won't think or they won't say they're rejecting the teachings of the apostles. They would think that they have greater clarity on it. But these, these doctrines will lead people down a trail that takes them from Christ, not to Christ. It diminishes Christ. It brings about an other way of salvation or else it promotes the flesh. It promotes carnality. For instance, the Bible makes it very plain that just because a person was Jewish didn't mean that they were saved. Paul speaks about this and he says it's, it's not like all of the Jews are lost. 
there are some that are saved. He says, I'm a Jew. But he says, blindness in part has happened until the nation of Israel, until the time of Reformation. So the Jews, just because they were Jewish, that didn't make them saved. But there are some people that will say, if you are uh, Jewish or a certain background, carnal, black, fleshly background, that that all by itself is sufficient for your relationship with God. Or else they would say there's certain legal requirements that will make you saved. Or even if you are saved, if you don't do these things, you know, then you're not going to stay saved, I guess. I guess that's it. You receive Christ, but you're not walking in these things, these legal requirements. Now, I want you to know, if you have anything other than Christ that you're basing your salvation on, it's a doctrine of demon. It is straight out of hell. It is air. And the Bible says you can know if you are in truth or if you're in error by the teachings. Do you receive these teachings? Do you hear them? Do you allow them to enter into your heart? Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error because he's given us of his spirit. You have been listening to the Love in Action broadcast. We desire to see you grow in your love for God and others. Let us hear from you so we can pray and stand with you as you put love into action. We are standing by for your calls at 248-871-7540. That's 248-871-7540. Or email us at GodLovesDetroit at gmail.com. That is GodLovesDetroit at gmail.com with your request and support. This ministry is brought to you by Love Detroit and is made possible through your gifts of love. Join us again Monday through Friday at this same time for Love in Action right here on Gospel 1440 WMKM, your 24-hour love and action station.